Hello, I'm Father Joe Roche of the Marian Fathers of the Immaculate Conception. Thank you for joining us as we continue our journey of reading the mystical temple of God by St. Stanislaus of Jesus and Mary Papchinsky from beginning to end. Today, we take up from where we left off, beginning with chapter 3, part 2, pages 583 to 584. Chapter 3, The Altar of the Mystical Temple, part 2. St. Bernard, a man most loving of God, holding the same opinion, says, In every creature that is busied under the sun with the vanities of the world, nothing is found more sublime than the human heart, nothing more noble, nothing more like God. Therefore, he says from you nothing other, he seeks from you nothing other than your heart. Add that if our heart were a little more noble, it could be filled with no other thing except God alone. And so it should seek nothing except God, nor to rest anywhere but in him to whom it is morally bound. Augustine acknowledged seeking, speaking to God in this way, You made us, Lord, for yourself, and our heart is restless until it rests in you. The most learned and devout father, Nirenberg, illustrated this in a very elegant and appropriate metaphor or parable, saying, The nautical needle does not come to rest until it turns toward the north and looks straight at the arctic pole, and in what other direction it finally turns, it never stops there. So exactly our heart, which God has made for himself alone and not for anything else, tends and inclines towards its own center or natural perfection, and it cannot rest until it looks to its creator. That's from his writings called In the Divine Life, chapter 4. And so, since they are mutually sought by each other, both God by the heart and the heart by God, neither should the heart envy God nor God the heart. Let him remain alone, on his altar. Nothing earthly, let alone impure, should come to rest on it. Let us keep this altar with utmost zeal very pure for God alone. Let us altogether imitate the magnanimity of Mattathias, when in his sight a certain Hebrew was sacrificing to idols. He leapt on the man and slaughtered him on the altar. Cross-reference 1 Maccabees 2, 23-24. Nor should we permit anything except God on the altar of our heart. His command is, You shall love the Lord your God with your whole heart. That's from Matthew twenty-two thirty-seven. In explaining this, Lipomanus says, The Lord wishes to be held, believed, worshipped, and loved alone. And as he alone is our Lord, so he demands that we should be entirely his. Otherwise, the slightest disordered feeling toward a small trifle or toward ourselves very much impedes this perfect love. For those who love God, as Theoretus says, with all their hearts, do not divide their feeling by placing it both among earthly matters and among heavenly things, but bear it entirely upwards. 
I do not proceed further, but contain myself within the sphere of the heart, and so conclude, if the heart is the altar of God, as St. Bernard would have it, let it be consecrated to God alone. He wishes to have your heart for himself alone. He admonishes you, Christian, imitator of Christ, and to sit as a king on his own throne, as God on his altar. O God, make it that this be so forever. Here, St. Stanislaus quotes St. Bernard of Clairvaux, who wrote a beautiful book called, during his lifetime called On the Love of God. And Bernard says that God seeks from us nothing other than our hearts. And our hearts should seek nothing other than God. God made us for himself, so our hearts tend toward God, just as the needle of a compass points toward the North Pole. God seeks our hearts, and our hearts seek God. God should be the only thing on the altar of our hearts. We don't want any idol to slip in to our hearts. We want to love God with our whole hearts. And St. Stanislaus calls us to consecrate our hearts to God alone. God wants to sit as a king on the throne of our hearts. We can think of the mercy seat for God to sit on, on the top of the Ark of the Covenant in the temple in Jerusalem. This was the equivalent in the Old Testament of the tabernacles that we have in our churches today with the presence of our Lord in the Blessed Sacrament. Here, St. Stanislaus is quoting from the Imitation of Christ, the subject of my last podcast. It is one of the most widely read books in the world next to the Bible. So let's imitate Jesus and let's invite Jesus to remain in our hearts always, to be the Lord of our lives, to lead us and to guide us and to bring us safely home to heaven. Please follow or subscribe to this podcast to receive the latest episodes and updates. If you have been blessed by this podcast, I invite you to leave a review. Reviews greatly improve our podcast ranking and will help spread this podcast to other people throughout the world. Thank you. I invite you to listen to more shows brought to you by the Marian Fathers of the Immaculate Conception. Join us daily for enriching spiritual content, which will help you on your journey with Jesus Christ. Simply visit DivineMercyPlus.org for a complete list of our shows. That's DivineMercyPlus.org. Are you a Marian helper? Join our Spiritual Benefit Society and start sharing in the graces of all the daily Masses, prayers, and good works of Marian priests and brothers all over the world. Sign-up is free and easy. Simply visit micprayers.org. That's micprayers.org. Thank you, and God bless you.